Welcome to Real College Talk. I'm Morgan Heath-Powers. And I'm Nikhil Nambury. The Real College Talk podcast is your destination for honest and relevant college and post-secondary conversations. Our mission is to deliver real advice and true stories to make your post-graduation decision truly your own. Our motto, keep it real. And here to share their stories uh, from their experiences in the college application process are Allison and Megna. How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you for coming on. And uh, both of you are uh, interns at College Find Me, uh, our partner in our latest series. How did you get started at College Find Me? And what about it attracted you to it for both of you? Yes, I'll go. So um, I was actually looking for an internship because my school requires that we do an internship um, throughout the year. And I'm more of a creative person. And what attracted me to College Primary was that they were looking for creative interns and like interns who could um, think about problems in a different way that like, you know, you wouldn't normally be able to think about things. And I'm usually really good at that. And I'm also like really into like graphic design, everything like that. And that's exactly what they were looking for. So that's what attracted me here. And now I'm here and I love it. So yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Bagna? Um, so I, I work with the Possible Project, which is an organization that helps you fund a business. So I got an email from them one day in the summer after I finished my internship at City Hall. So, and it said that College Fund was looking for interns. And I was like, oh, this might seem interesting. And then I feel like I kind of bring in like the business perspective into College Find Me as well. Awesome. So you both touched on it a little bit, but uh, like, what is your role, like your specific role at College Find Me? What is the day-to-day activities looking like for both of you? Um, so we're both marketing interns. So we focus on student acquisition and retention. So some of the things we've been doing now is we've been, um, we've been making blogs and we've been making videos to show to students. So help them walk them through the college process as well. Yeah, we also been focusing on the Instagram following. So we're just trying to like keep um, our students engaged on mm-hmm. like apps like Twitter and Instagram. So we're just, we're helping trying to like make infographics and we're doing like following parties. We're just doing everything that we can to try and keep our students active. Yep. Yeah, social media can be an amazing tool and College Find Me seems to just be growing in that direction with, uh, especially Instagram. I'm uh, a fan of College Find Me's Instagram page. Allison, you, you told me a little bit about your passion for creative outlets. Um, and earlier we talked and you said that you've decided on applying to schools that will help you like fulfill that passion. Can you tell us about like what kind of schools you're looking at and how that's going to help you? Yeah, so I, like I said before, I'm a super creative person. Like, that's literally all I do sometimes. Like, just creating, 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 no matter what. That's just, like, what I do. Um, Schools that I'm looking for are schools that have, like, a really good design program, but also a business side because I am, like, also looking. I have my own business. I have two, actually. So it's really important for me to find that balance between art and business. So, like, I'm looking at FIT in New York City, um, FIDM, which is in Los Angeles. I'm looking into the more, like, you know the business cities the really big cities that's what i love so i'm just really looking um in colleges to make sure that i can find that balance where it's not just art 24 7 and not just business 24 7 but there's a good combination of the two that's awesome yeah and magno what kind of colleges are you looking for like is there a specific size or academic structure or a location um so i really don't mind like exploring and going out of boston and i'm looking for colleges that are small enough to have like classes of 30 people so we can have like more of an like one-to-one teacher student relationship because i because i come from a small school we have 60 kids in our graduating class so i feel like i'm just so used to that and i feel like i need that 
to be supported in college as well. And yeah, so some colleges I'm looking at are Tufts, U Chicago, and um, Brandeis even, because they all have really good business programs. They have good econ programs, which is something I'm interested in since I have my own business. That's so cool. And you mentioned uh, your high school. Can you both tell me a little bit about your high school so like our listeners can maybe place what, what your current environment is like? Uh, but, um, like Magna, my school is super tiny. It's mm-hmm. literally my graduating class is 47 kids. So it's just really small. Um, the environment of my school, like, like, it's just small. Like everything is small. So that's what I'm used to, like growing up. I've never been to any big school. Like mm-hmm. I've just always been accustomed to like one-on-one student to like teacher ratio. Like if I need help, I get it answered. Um, Honestly, I don't really care too much about it. Like, when I go to college, I want to go to the biggest college I can. Like, I want to have as many opportunities thrown at me as possible. So I think that's where we differ. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to go to a small school. Definitely not. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> definitely want to go to a big school. But, like, I feel like that environment has influenced my decisions a little bit, but not in the way that you would think. Yeah. Interesting. And Magna? Um, I, like, feel like that since I've been at a small school my entire life, I've been going to the same school since I was in kindergarten, and I've just known the same people forever. So I feel like even though I'm looking for a school that's, like, medium-sized, so, like, five, 6,000 people, I still feel like there's opportunity to connect with other people outside of my classroom as well. So I don't want to, like, be confined in an environment that is just, like, a couple thousand students. I feel like I need that opportunity to go out and meet more students as well. Yeah, no, that's a really good way of looking at it. College can be a great place, and really is a great place to meet new people. So it looks like both of you have the right perspective, knowing yourself, knowing what your needs are gonna be in college. And I promise you, both of you will thrive with that. Um, So right now is kind of the heart of college application season. Uh, My first question is, how are you managing your applications uh, right now? Are you feeling good? Is everything okay in uh, terms of getting those done? Um, so I took a college workshop over the summer. So they walked us through FAFSA, they walked us through college essays, supplemental essays, and other essays as well. So I feel like I'm in pretty good standing. Like I finished most of my common nap and I'm still working on my college essay at this moment. And I just started filling out the FAFSA since it came out yesterday. Well, I am somewhat on that level. Um, <laughs> I did start filling out my FAFSA, but I'm on top of everything. Like I know what supplemental essays need to be done for what school by what deadline. Like I'm really on top of everything use a planner it helps trust me just please use a planner but um me like I just take what I can do at the time that I can do it like I'm just a really go with the flow person like mm-hmm. I'll just do it as it comes along so I'm not stressed I know I'm gonna do it but it is starting to get a little bit heavy like teachers and family are starting to get on top of me so it's getting a little in there but not yet I'm doing good so far. Magna you talked a little bit about the specific schools you're applying to are there like any schools that have essays that really resonate with you and has that like at all influenced your decision on where to apply or anything like that um so like the the questions they ask the essays yeah oh so um for instance you chicago they're like considered to be a quirky school so they have questions like find x so that's the only context you get so you have to like you can use like science, business, anything you want to incorporate and find an answer. So I also like that aspect. So it pushes you to think out of the box and it has creative thinking involved. And Allison, you're talking about more design focused schools. Are there any additional requirements for those applications like portfolios or anything on top of that? Yes, 1000 million percent portfolios. I made the mistake of not knowing if I wanted to actually pursue design like in school. And now that I actually do want to, like I know myself, it's becoming so much. So like, especially if you 
think you want to go into design or any art in general just start creating like as soon as you have that kind of like idea that you want to just start creating as soon as possible because I made that mistake and now I'm kind of like rushing to get projects done and this and this so uh in any design school or design major or school like specifically like they're gonna ask for some type of audition if you're going into performing arts so especially if you dance act like make sure you're keeping up to date with all of those because those will like they'll really come to bite you but like if you're gonna do like visual stuff definitely just start creating as early as you can because they're gonna start asking for i think it's called slide room or like a slideshow once you actually start submitting they're gonna ask for 15 to 20 like 15 is a lot of things to make trust me 15 is a lot so yeah it's getting difficult but like if you know yourself and you have work that you love like you're producing as much as you can and you're putting your best into it then it should be fine it's You'll get it done. Just, you'll get it done. You really will. What's going in your portfolio? Are you, do, you, do you maybe want to share that with us? Yeah, sure. So I actually do a bunch of different things. I have my own magazine, which actually comes out tomorrow. So I'm super pumped about that. But that will be going into my portfolio. I'll be choosing the best pages, like the best spreads that I've made. So those will be going in there. I actually do paint and I do sculpt. So I have like a couple of sculptures that I'm going to be adding in there. I also design my own clothes. My own brand is coming out on October 17th. So I'll be definitely putting in like um, the pieces that I've done so far. Um, yeah, it's just a mixture of everything. Like you want to make sure that with portfolios, art schools want to see that you have uh, versatility and that you can do a lot of things in different mediums. So like if you paint, put a painting in there. If you don't think you can draw, put a drawing in there. They want to see it. They want to see how you can improve and how you can like use what you know. And then like they can develop you further if you get into the college. So it's just a bunch of different mediums. Like you can really do whatever you want. It does not matter. Yeah, it seems like they, they really just want to see that creative side so they so they know what they're working with. And, you know, clearly you have the ability to kind of go across different forms of art. Um, and that's awesome. That's, that's super awesome. Um, Megna, I want to shift to a project that you were telling me a little bit earlier about. Um, you, told, told, you mentioned a little bit about the possible project, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you're a business. Can you tell us a little bit about what your work with The Possible Project is like and where you're planning on taking that? Um, so I've been a part of The Possible Project since I was in the 10th grade. So my friend and I were just like, oh, this sounds fun, let's just start a business together. We're gonna get paid for it and we'll get funding to start their business ourselves. And then so initially we were like, okay, we both enjoy chocolate, so we thought we should make organic chocolate. And then once we had the recipes, we used agave syrup. And then once we tried to cool the chocolate, it wouldn't mix in. So then we gave it out to our friends to test taste and they said it was awesome. And I refused to try it myself because of how bad it looked. And then my friend tried it and she's like, wow, this is really bad. And then, so what we did is we scratched that. And then so last year we decided to do skincare products. So okay. both of us, we've been struggling with acne for a while. And then I used to go to like all the drugstores and get all different types of products. So like facial mists, masks, everything you could find in a drugstore. But obviously this got expensive. And then my mom was just like, you can't spend this much money on face products when they're not working for you. So I was like, okay, do you have a better idea? And she was like, yeah, I actually have a face mask. So my family is Indian. So my mom gave me this recipe for a face mask. So it just has like all natural ingredients. So it has honey, it has rose water, it has lavender oil. So we combined, we combined all those together and then we made a face mask, mist. We made a face mist. And now we sold that product to different customers. But our main target is people in disadvantaged communities. Like we sell our product for $5, considering that it's all natural. I feel like it helps people find a better option because most products that are sold are expensive and they're chemically induced. Yeah, absolutely. That's really cool that you're doing that. Um, 
it's a need that you know is clearly present in your community and in general so it's awesome that you're able to tackle that starting in high school i know a lot of people can't really say that they have their own business in high school um we'll make sure to plug uh the possible project later on in the episode so everyone stay tuned in to figure out how to connect with the possible project allison can you tell us a little bit more about your magazine and the work that you have with that yeah so basically it is just a kind of pop culture fashion music like it's just everything thrown into it like i love magazines that's where my love like that's where my want to start my own magazine came from like i love folk i love like team book, like everything like that i just absolutely love it and um i the idea started junior year it was in march and i was just one day i was like you know what let me just make my own magazine i'm tired of paying for twenty dollars for a magazine when i could just make it my own so that's when the idea came in and i didn't actually start producing until i want to say the summer because I just was like getting through school and like I had a bunch of stuff. So I just kind of waited to the summer and I've been booked nonstop with this magazine. I've gotten to talk to a bunch of fashion designers in New York City, in Boston. I had one from LA. I've been in contact with music producers. I'm getting everyone I can involved with this. It's been so amazing and so fun. Like seeing my visions come to life, like right in front of me, like with models and just, it's, it's honestly amazing. Like I love the magazine work. It's a lot, definitely a lot, but it yeah. really going to pay off. Like, Tomorrow's going to be a great day. It comes out. going to be so ecstatic. But it's coming out October 3rd, and we'll make sure to have all the information for that in the description of our episodes. Um, just out of curiosity, what kind of music are you putting in there? I'm a big music guy. Honestly, I'm in contact with an upcoming artist. His name is Miles Ramon. Like, he's amazing. He's going to be writing the music for a fashion show I'm going to be in. Um, he's more like contemporary, kind of like on the indie side, but I literally have anything and everything rap country pop hip-hop anything you can think of it's in there so awesome that's super cool and you mentioned modeling a little bit earlier we were talking and you said that you do a little bit of modeling is that correct what's that like yeah it's wow it's honestly crazy as well like my whole life is just crazy at this point <laughs> but modeling um i've always been told that like i should model um, just by like my family and friends, like, cause they, I like to take pictures of myself. I just do selfies are my thing, but they were like, you know, you can actually like make money off of this. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. So one day I just asked one of my friends if they would just take pictures of me and they came out good, posted them on Instagram and I actually got contacted through dynasty models here in Boston. So I've been working with them really closely. So now I'm an official model for them. Um, I've been to New York. I'm going to London next year, which is going to be super fun. I'm going to be modeling in london fashion week which is my first super excited for that it's honestly surreal too like i like wearing clothes that like people make like and you, the person is literally there watching you model the clothes like the expression on their faces is so amazing because they're just like so happy like i was on a shoot last week and the girl who made my clothes was already crying and i was like oh my gosh but it's just the, on, the feeling is surreal like it's it's amazing like yeah. if you want to model a model like just just go for it it's it's so much fun it really is yeah, you both have a lot of activities that you seem to be really passionate about. Megna, are there any other activities that have been important to you in high school besides your work with the Possible Project? Um, I'm also part, a part of the Somerville Positive Forces. So it's a local group that's based in Somerville, Massachusetts. So it's a teen group. So what we do is we go to different liquor stores and we give them stickers and pamphlets to put on beer bottles and give out to people that say not to give alcohol to minors. So to protect minors from substance abuse and drug abuse. And we also go into the schools and we have a little table set up and then we have like little game shows hosted. 
And then so we have people come up and then we ask, quiz them, we ask them questions, and then we also give out the information about the substance abuse as well. And then they can enter a little raffle for fun. That's super cool. Community outreach is, is huge um, in high school. I encourage everyone to get involved in some sort of volunteer work, nonprofit help, or some community outreach about something you're passionate about, no matter what it is, no matter how um, big or small the scale is, just try and give back in some way because it can be really rewarding. Um, one last specific question for Allison. Um, you're also an athlete, is that correct? What, um, are you going through any of the recruiting process and how is that like being recruited and also looking into design schools? I know those aren't always two things that match up. Yeah, it's definitely, that is probably one of the hardest things I'm kind of going through right now because I love, I do track, I do soccer. I actually am number one in the state for my track, like my record. So it's like the first thing people notice are like, oh, you're Allison Martinez, you're the runner, right? And I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> but um, as far as the recruitment process goes, it's been super tough. Like there are, is a lot of competition, like unbelievable talent everywhere. It's wow. Um, but it's hard for me specifically because like I said, I want to do something um, creative. So it's most like a sacrifice because it's like, I want to go to this design school, but they don't have any track team. Yeah. So it's more so trying to find that balance. Like, do I really want to do this? Like, can I sacrifice this? Like, is there another option? So what I've been actually looking into right now is, um, like a school like NYU, for example, where they have a really good design um, program, they're in the heart of like the city. So I can always find opportunities to like unleash my creative self but like they're also recruiting me for track and field so it's like I get both at the same time but the recruiting process is super hard like if you're just trying to get recruited like definitely videotape yourself doing whatever sport you do they always love to see um you run you whatever you do like they want to see you do it make sure you're keeping up with your stats ask your coaches that is the biggest help your coaches are there to help you if I like if it wasn't for my coaches, I probably wouldn't even be like recruited for anything because they're the ones keeping me on top of everything. Um, the recruitment process is really tough. So much competition. So it's really easy to forget about it because you're like, oh, it'll just come up later. Like, no, you need to be on it fall. Like as soon as applications come out, make sure you're on top of it because once colleges start to notice you, everyone notices you. Then you're getting like 15 to 20 emails a day from specific coaches, from specific colleges. So it's just, it is a lot, but like the process in the end is like the reward is going to be amazing because you're going to have a great time doing whatever you love to do. So, No, that's, that's super cool that you're, you're pursuing that because I know it can be scary for a lot of people to you know, make that kind of commitment in college where everything is going to be, you know, academics are going to get even tougher that you're, you also have that commitment on top of it. Being a student athlete is one of the hardest jobs in the world. So props to you for that. Um, so this question is just kind of for the both of you. You both are high school seniors right now. And I know our, our main audience is, um, is high, school, <coughs> high school seniors um, and some juniors. So maybe you could share some, some stuff about how others can relate. What are you nervous about right now uh, with your applications and getting ready for college? Is there anything that you're worried about, like the applicants, finances, moving, anything like that? Um, so I'm not too particular about where I'm going to go to college, but my family is. 
So I'm the only child, so my parents are like, you have to stay close to us, you always have to be home, you have to come home every single weekend. And I've also traveled by myself, like I've been to London by myself, I've been to India by myself. So I feel like I have the ability to travel by myself, but my parents, I feel like they aren't as open to the idea as I am. So I feel like that's also a struggle that I have. And then when it comes down to the college essay, I changed my topic like five or six times over the summer <laughs> during my uh, college workshop, actually. And then my counselor was just like, oh, you should just keep trying new topics, different topics, maybe try combining topics. So that's basically what I did all summer. So I still feel like I need to work on the college essay still. And I feel like it's better. I've started my college essay process in March this year. So I've, it's been going on for a couple of months. And I feel like the earlier you start, the better, because then you have more time to revise. And I plan on applying early. So I feel like now that the deadline is coming up November 1st, I have, I'm, I feel like I'm at a pretty solid point where I can just like refine my college essay to submit. Absolutely. Allison? Um, like I said before, I'm kind of a go with the flow kind of person. So I'm not really nervous about anything in specific. I'm kind of just ready to go. Like I'm ready to get out of here, ready to start my college life. I guess one thing that is starting to kind of stress me out, not really kind of on the back of my head is like, decision day because yeah. my I am one of two so my sister is in UMass Boston so she's super close to home she literally lives at home so I feel like my parents have the same kind of idea with me even though I've been telling them for like 10 years that I'm leaving they still think that there's still a chance that I'm gonna stay and I just don't want them to be disappointed when I decide when when I do decide actually I'm not staying but when I tell them that I'm actually leaving so I guess that's kind of in the back of my mind kind of something that's nervous that I'm nervous about but it'll be okay I know it'll be okay yeah no it will um and that doesn't really go away even through the beginning of college there are going to be times it'd be like oh did I make the right decision in going farther away from home and um it'll all work out so those are definitely nerves that um we hope to calm a little bit for people watching the episode because a lot of other people are going through it and they got through it. So um, yep. yeah. please feel free to reach out to your college counselor, our platform, um, other high school seniors to talk about what, what, what your nerves are when it comes to college apps because there can be quite a few and you, know, you don't want to deal with those completely on your own. Um, so one last question I have for the both of you is um, what piece of advice would you give to your freshman self? Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah, freshman self. Um, a piece of advice I would give to my freshman self is not to take everything so seriously. Like I would take grades so seriously. Whenever I used to get a low grade, I used to be upset for the entire week. And then just I feel like a couple like last year I feel like it grades are so important to me definitely but I feel like I started to make more time for other things like I wasn't a part of as many extracurriculars as I am now and as I was in the ninth grade so I feel like just don't stress and just take things slowly as they come like Allison was saying just yeah. go with the flow <laughs> Absolutely. Um, my piece of advice would just to start Hmm. how do I word this correctly <laughs> I would say like start finding yourself and mm -hmm. by that I mean like when I was a freshman I was just doing whatever I could do because I was confused I didn't know what I wanted to do I don't know like I was a track star I was a soccer player I was a dancer I was a painter who knows what I was at some point I was just doing a lot so my advice would be just to focus on one thing at a time and to really think about it like do I really like this or am I just doing it because I want to like you have to find that balance between like I'm doing this because I have to I'm doing this because I want to because like when you're deciding what 
what college you want to go to, like that really does play a, a really important factor. Like, is this something that I want to pursue later on? Like, do I want to continue to do art? Do I want to continue to play soccer? Do I want to continue this, this, and this? So I feel like, like if I could tell anyone, any freshman, like just start understanding who you are as a person, not about what other people, like no drama, like don't even get into that. It's not worth it. But really just take the time while you have it. Cause once you're junior, senior, like your time is gone. Yeah. When you have the time, especially in sophomore, take that time to figure yourself out. Take that time to figure your passions out, what you love to do and beat on your craft. Please, please, please just beat on your craft. Once you find your craft, do it, do it nonstop. Lose sleep over it, I don't care. Because once you're junior senior, you're going to wish you took that time to do it earlier, for sure. Yeah, no, you're totally right. Totally right. Um, it's, it's almost more important to discover things about yourself than to add on to that resume and do all the stuff that people say that you should do. Because once you're able to find out what you enjoy for yourself is when you're really able to make the best out of it. You're, you're able to create the best product or... Um, put together the best work that you can just because you really love doing it. Allison Megna, thank you so much for joining. Um, can we get a social media shout out for the both of you and for uh, College Find Me? Yeah, sure. Yeah. What's yours? Um, uh, my handle is Meg, Meg Megna. Um, mine is Isa with seven A's. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of confusing. It's just I-Z and then seven A's. College Find Me is literally just College, College Find Me. Find me. <laughs> Yep, make sure to follow Megna and Allison. Follow College Find Me. Um, thank you both for coming on. You've been amazing in our partnership. And uh, we really hope that we were able to address any nerves, any concerns, or really resonate with uh, people going through the college application process. It was good having some high schoolers on. So thank you. Yeah, well, appreciate it. It was super fun. Yeah. And that's a wrap to this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our mission is to deliver insights and advice that will empower you to jumpstart your life in high school, college, your career, and beyond. But the real talk doesn't stop here. To spread the message of Real College Talk, share this episode with someone who you know could benefit from it. Keep the conversation going and reach out to realcollegetalk101 at gmail.com to let us know what topics and guests you hope to hear from next. Hey, Nikhil, did you know we're on seven podcasting platforms? Are you for real? <laughs> we always keep it real here at ICT. To catch our real talk, listen on Spotify, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit anchor.fm slash realcollegetalk for more options. Wait, Morgan, you're forgetting one more thing. Oh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at realcollegetalk. We love featuring our guests and connecting with listeners like you. In the meantime, keep it real. Keep it real.